The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the available lines ahead of the college basketball tournament on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsibility gaming resources what's going on everybody rj ochoa here from blogging the boys hope all is well wherever you are we hope you're happy safe healthy and that you're excited because the dallas cowboys are winners once again winners of three in a row life is good with america's team right now we have a lot of things to get to a lot of things to discuss lots of articles lots of podcasts lots of videos the blog and the boys universe is popping left and right and i wanted to be here today on this episode the first episode of dallas cowboys roundup cowboys roundup for short we are mixing things up. We are changing things up, rather, uh, here on our daily updates. From now on, these will be called Dallas Cowboys Roundup, and they will be hosted by Tony Catalina and Danny Phantom. Tony and Danny are BTBsters who are fantastic, who do a great job in their coverage of the Dallas Cowboys, and you will hear from them throughout the week, kind of like you always have with me here on the Ocho, or rather what used to be the Ocho. Uh, Dallas Cowboys Roundup, same idea. We're here to give you a morning update. We know some of you listen late at night. Some of you listen in the mornings. We drop these at midnight every night just so that when you're pouring your morning cup of coffee, you're driving the kids to school, you're at the gym, you get caught up on everything you need to know when it comes to the Cowboys. So Dallas Cowboys Roundup every single weekday. Tony Catalina will be your host on Mondays. That's today, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Danny Phantom will be here on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Nothing about our podcast schedule is changing. Cowboys cast later on today on Monday. Tomorrow you will hear from me on the 750 with Tony Casillas. Wednesdays we have myself and Brandon Gowton from Bleeding Green Nation on the NFC's mixtape, as well as the threesome of Connor Livesy, Dalton Miller, and Cole Patterson on Talking the Star. Thursdays have Riled Up with Tom Ryle and Roy Wine. Fridays, Girls Talking Boys with Kelsey Charles and Meg Murray. Saturday, Cowboys Oil with Maurice Rodriguez. And Sunday, our game day, our preview show with the Jersey Boys, Dave Sturcio, Brett Ernst, and Keith Ernst. So just want to let you know that things are changing just a little bit when it comes to uh, the daily show, the daily updates, who's hosting and whatnot. And so, uh, yeah, without further ado, here is the first episode of Dallas Cowboys Roundup with your host, Tony Catalina. Good morning, Dallas Cowboys fans. This is Tony Catalina from Blogging the Boys, and here's your daily Cowboys update from Monday, October 4th on the Cowboys Roundup. I hope y'all are as excited or still pumped up as I am about this Cowboys victory. In case you missed it or you've been under a rock, the Cowboys won 36-28 against the Carolina Panthers in a thrilling game that, you know, saw a lot of different things happening, right? I mean, you're looking at this game and the way it went down, it really seemed like it was the tale of two halves. In the first half, you kind of had Dak Prescott finding a way to you know, manufacture some offense and move around and kind of do some things for this team. And not everything was clicking. Not everything seemed to be going as planned. But, 
you know, they were still able to score some points. They ended up getting 13. It was two touchdowns in that in that first half. But, man, the tail of the two halves, like I said, they came out firing in the second half. And uh, that's why we're sitting here and able to, you know, have a smile on our face and a little uh, pep in our step going into the week because, yeah, the Cowboys are now 3-1, and one, full control of the NFC East. We already knew they were the best team in the NFC East. and uh, But it's just good to, you know, confirm that. And to know that the Cowboys are now officially on a three-game winning streak. And just after how last year was, I think we all know how difficult that is to kind of get on those type of runs here. So let's just all bask in the glory and the joy of them coming out with a win. Um, you know, so we're just kind of looking at different things and discussing the Cowboys' uh, big win here. And let's just step right into what, uh, you know, the start of the game but it wasn't without a little uh, a little something, a little controversy there. Trayvon Diggs uh, turned out to be managing some back tightness, according to a spokesperson. And that's why the, co- the coaches held him out. Originally, everyone thought that Trayvon Diggs was getting some player management. And, you know, they were keeping him out just because of the lead or the circumstances in the game. It turns out it was a little bit more than that. Uh, they did say that if he needed to come back in. And then almost got to that point um, as they were kind of crawling back, the Panthers. Um, they said that he could have came back in if needed. But it was just, you know, one of those things where everybody's watching the game and we're kind of like, why is Trayvon Diggs not out there? And uh, is there, you know, is there a reason for it? And it looks like he was dealing with some back tightness. I don't think anybody thinks it's too serious or it should be anything that is going to affect him moving forward. So that's good news. But, you know, you want to be accurate and you want to kind of report exactly what happened. And speaking of that, even though we don't want to talk about it too much, let's go ahead and look at the NFC East and kind of how the NFC East fared this weekend as well. Uh, the good news is the Eagles lost to the Kansas City Chiefs 42-30. to The bad news is that was the only other NFC East team to lose, or the only NFC East team to lose. The Washington football team beat the Atlanta Falcons 34-30 to in a close one. You're just hoping that the Falcons will find a way to get it done, and they just were not able to do that for us, unfortunately. As far as another team, you know, actually our next opponent, the New York Giants, they were able to beat the New Orleans Saints 27-21, to and that was another tight game. That game went into overtime, so it's one of those things where the Cowboys win, and it was a situation where if, you, if you're really watching the division, kind of seeing how everything goes, you, you're, you're happy that he pulled out this win because everyone else around him Minus, again, the Philadelphia Eagles found a way to win a game as well. So it's just, it's a tough, you know, it's a tough way to go about it. You know, the NFL, you have to try to win games and stay on the uh, stay on the winning end of this thing. So as they look ahead to next week, we actually are facing off, like I mentioned, against the New York Giants football team Sunday, October 10th at home. It will be a 325 kickoff. I feel like part of some of the sluggishness in the Cowboys' first half themselves this week was due to the fact that it was a noon kickoff. Uh, as being America's team, we're used to the 425, excuse me, the 325 Central Time and the late night kicks of Sunday night football and Monday night football. But hey, no excuses. We got the W. And let's not forget the fact that the Carolina Panthers played a game on Thursday and had three or four more days rest on us, and we still came out with that W. So it's a good feeling to be able to sit here. We're all happy about it. We're jacked up that they got the win. You know, we're looking at it. This defense looks like it may be the real deal. Trayvon Diggs is a superstar. Trayvon Diggs could be the best cornerback in football sooner rather than later if he isn't already. Micah Parsons is a monster. 
We got Osa Odigizua is making plays, and he, you know, man, what a pick that was. Chauncey Golson looks like he could be a, you know, a big, big help to this team. Jaron Curse was an amazing free agent pickup. He's a man of many hats. Got him playing the big nickel package, and they got, uh, you know, him starting at safety. You know, as you look at this team and how we get as we get more healthy as the season goes on and people start to come back, there's a plethora of talent there. You know, we're going to have guys that can do multiple things that may not necessarily start when some of these guys come back. Micah Parsons might be, you know, in a more traditional linebacker role, but that doesn't mean you stop giving them defensive end looks. And, you know, Malik Hooker is getting a little more comfortable in the defense. And DeMonte KZ is out there hitting people, even though there was not a flag. If you watch the game, you know exactly what I'm talking about there. We know that that is not a flag. It was just a big hit. It sounded loud. And, of course, that's the way the NFL is nowadays. They make those calls. However, I'm just excited. You know, we kind of knew what this offense can do. We understood that this offense can score on anybody. But the real big question mark for this team was could the defense stop people? And the defense is playing a real bend but don't break type of style. But with the way they turn the ball over or, you know, force the ball to be turned over, they got to be respected. I mean, this is a unit that has come a long way from last year. Dan Quinn, all the credit out to him to working hard, putting this team in the right position with the right personnel out there. And, you know, at the end of the day, I think we have a football team, boys and girls. I think we have a team that can compete in this in this NFL, definitely in this NFC. You know, first goal is we got to look for the division. But after that, the sky is the limit. So it is an exciting time to be a Dallas Cowboys fan. And, you know, I just want to give you, you know, thank you for joining listening to this. You know, this is a quick little update on Monday morning, October 4th. And later on today, do not forget to catch the uh, Cowboys cast podcast with Bobby Belt. They will be dropping that later today. Bobby Belt is the man. He is giving out knowledge, and he is a great listen a great follow so look out for my uh, teammate bobby belt for that and i appreciate your time and then go cowboys and have a great day